Hello, James here, and welcome to the James Cast. And you have tuned into Tech Talk with Andrew Thomas. Look, this show appears in its original form on Podaholics, another place that I do podcasting. And here we've got the pre roll. So you get a little bit of the pre show banter thrown in just to give you some context and fun and, and to let you know that we actually are real people. I love the hydrofoil thing we're going to talk about. I love the fact that there's some LEDs now on masks so that you can really get a sense of what people are saying. I love the fact that phone prices are coming down. We're going to talk about that and a whole bunch more. It's all coming up right now on the James Cast, Talking Tech with Andrew Thomas. Uh, yeah, 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 doing good. Doing very good. Can't complain. That was the first week back. Weird or... It, it 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 has been okay <laughs> um i i think the the challenge is just getting getting into it all and and i think it's yeah it's it's coming together it it really has kind of taken on a life of its own my my students are are getting into it some of them like the online world some of them don't as much um but what can you do what can you do yeah you kind of got to live, live, live the, live the, well, what's going on, right? Like, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. How, how are things yeah, over it's, in? It's kind of getting, yeah, it's good. I just think it's kind of last two days. It's been one of those where I've woken up to a WhatsApp in the morning saying, um, I, I, I think generally uh, speaking from what I'm seeing, people are, are losing their vigilance. They're, you know, they're not masking as much. They're not washing their hands as much. They're getting, there's too many people getting together. And, you know, I mean, I'm podcasting today at the Rove. I'm leaving my mask on. You know, usually I'll, I'll take it off and that. I'm leaving it on because you just don't know. In, in the podcasting room? Yeah. There's going to be two of us uh, there. Okay. But, but I want, I'm thinking in terms of the other person. I mean, I, I, you know, I was tested on the weekend. I'm okay. We had to test for school and got my results yeah. back. But I don't know. Like, you know, I was, you know, yesterday I, I where did I go yesterday? I, I, I went to the grocery store. So... Uh, you know, I'm hoping I sanitize hands three, four times when I was out there in the, the grocery store, but you don't know. So, yeah, no, but it's, it's a challenge. I mean, we kind of, I don't know, I'm the two meter distancing. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually, I'm just, I'm probably the most vigilant about, yeah. Um, not sitting opposite each other, kind of off against each other. So, you know, for things like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, my, my masks are off at that point. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's, it's just kind of, there just, just seems to be more of it about, right? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it's, we're just hearing more about it. I wonder if we're just hearing more about it now. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think perhaps people will be, you know, I don't know. Um, well, there yeah. we go. Any better? Well, I, I can, I can hear you and I can see you. Okay. Not sure how. Might be a Zoom thing. I don't know. Not not sure how this whole system works, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just give it a go. Yeah, just give it a go. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? I mean, it's it's crazyville. So let's let's do it. Let's see what's happening. It's yeah. <laughs> Here we go, Podaholics time, Tech Talk, Andrew Thomas from DigitalNexa.com. I'm James Pikeway. I don't think, I can't remember the last time we did one of these. It's been a few weeks, but we're here. We're going to talk tech, tech that matters. Did I say it's Podaholics? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what system we're using. We're on, we're on Meet today. We're not doing it on Zoom. Oh, man. You know, we're all over the place. Andrew, good to see you. <laughs> yeah, good to see you, man. It's uh we had our own technology challenges hidden oh, in here, so uh, it's that's, uh, that's fun. It's it's amazing because you just never, you know, it's just when you think technology is under control. Next thing you know, uh, no, not quite. You know, whether it's your router, whether it's the what's going on with your machine that's doing updates, trying to get in on on systems, things overheating. I, I was talking with the Etisalat guys the other day and, and he, you know, the technician dude that came by my place at 10 o'clock at night, <laughs> he was saying, you know, not looking forward to the back to school because they, they get called out a lot with, 
you know, landline issues and, and just the, the systems coming into homes. He said it really is putting everything to the test. And and software on routers that don't don't handshake well with the software coming off the phone company. He says it's just there's so much going on and it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean I guess they're one of the people that have been busy but um as you say it's a bit bit rough trying to trying to get connectivity. That 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 basic need now. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're we're cooking with gas, so we're we're good for we're good for tech talk. We're good. Which is, <laughs> well, I, I and I wanted to kick off with just some some of the stuff that I've been dealing with with my, as I said, the the phone company was was you know over at the house last week because a couple of weeks in a row I'd I'd had literally no connection to the internet. It was it was working fine, working fine, working fine. Drop off, and I gotta say, really impressed with how fast these guys were acting on things and, you know, literally get a technician's call at, I, I had one at 10 o'clock at night. I said, dude, I'm, I'm like packing it in for the night. He says, I'm outside your door. Can I just get five minutes? <laughs> and he wanted to come in cause he was, he, you know, he's literally going, it, he says it's, it's partially from our end. We've reset stuff and we're, we're doing a lot of upgrades. And, and he sort of said, you know, we update at night. And he said, sometimes your system might go down because we're doing an update. And, you know, he, he actually took a look at the router and he, he, he powered into the router and did some changes in there and factory reset the thing because he, he said, there's a lot going on there. He was really concerned with how old it was. He said, you know, how long have you had it? And I said, I, I don't know, a couple of years. He goes, okay, it should still be okay then, but age and, and just, you know, solid state, but routers go. And I thought that was really interesting. Wanted to get your take on that because you're, you're a tech guy and, and the whole router and other issues that we face with with getting our our wi-fi into our homes yeah we had also the office the um the office got upgraded because there's no one in there so we need to make sure that we've got really decent (laughs) (laughs) who came by and said oh we've done the upgrade for the building finally that's been six months so we need to connect you so they connected us and he came out it's like yeah your router's too old or your router as we call it he goes "Uh, it's, it's too old you've got to um you got to kind of upgrade otherwise you can't get the 100 gigabit speed or whatever so we're like right okay but i don't know i think we'll we'll make that decision when people start coming back in the office yeah <laughs> i mean at the moment there's probably four of us in on a daily basis so no real need for real high speed connectivity as long as we can browse and you know check emails i think we're pretty we're pretty good there's no there's no netflix streaming or anything like that in the office <laughs> I, I'm always surprised. I mean, that's a really big one with speed changes and something, you know, these devices, the the router, router, however we want to call it, that in the last couple of years, there's really been a sizable change in that technology with the five, 5G and the 5 gigahertz that they're, they're working on. And your router can do that where you can get some excessive speed, but distance isn't so, so good. And, and some routers just don't, don't have that capacity so you need to upgrade and i thought wow i mean i'm not even thinking of that stuff yeah yeah no it's i guess it's um the the uh there's always something give me one second i'm just gonna switch off my camera here give me one second yeah yeah, sure i'm talking all right it's this the the world we live in when 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 people need to you got stuff you got to do camera's got to go off you got to move around then you got to come back it's 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 interesting this world we live in when we're we're talking about doing video conferencing or, or doing those conversations because you never know what can happen and you know i've got i've got an animal lying around andrew is at home working from home he's got the family in and out and about. I, I think that in itself becomes quite a fun show to talk about the distractions that can and continue to happen. And I know when we first started doing online meetings and online stuff, that was a big issue. And and what was I think it? it continu- I think it continues to be an issue. I think <laughs> technology-wise, what's happened is that a glass of water has just been spilled over oh, no. an iPad and a switch and a phone. Oh, no. So water is technology, not technology's friend. So oh, real time kind of trying to fix. Um, I actually, there's an interesting, this reminds me of an app that I saw. There's, well, not an app. There's a setting in um, your iPhone okay. that you can put through. And if you've kind of dropped it in water or you feel that there's something trapped, it kind of vibrates the speakers. Oh, Um and basically gets out whatever's in there, which I thought was which that, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really so you cool. You kind of 
I mean, a lot of the phones obviously are now waterproof or, or at least splashproof, right? Yeah. Um, so you you can you can do that, but yeah, this this was pretty cool. I thought it was like, oh wow, okay, yeah, that that kind of cleans out whatever's in there. Um, because I find I find with some of the some of the Apple devices as well, as time kind of wears on a bit, that connectivity of that USB and that connectivity of the charger, the actual you don't get that satisfying click. Yeah. Anymore. Um, sorry, all sorted now, Mr. Parkway. So for those of you listening on the podcast, I had to switch off the camera and disappear, but uh, I'm, I'm back now. Just a small emergency with uh, water. So still still not technology's friend after all these years. <laughs> You'd hope, right? And, uh, it's not happening. And it's, I mean, I always make a, a point of having closed cup things when I'm, when I'm doing it, just because I, I'm notorious for spilling stuff and having those issues. So... Yeah. Hey, I wanted to wanted to fire over something, and, and this is way at the back of the notes, way buried in in the back, and it's it's uh, Motorola, and what what I wanted to fire out here, and what I've I've found with Motorola, is a couple of new phones, the Motorola One and the Moto G Nine Plus, and both of yeah. these phones are super affordable. I mean, we're talking really really good prices. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, $300. So we're looking at maybe a thousand dirhams is what it's to say. This is the Moto G9 and it's an up and coming Mo- Motorola budget phone. 5,000 milliampere battery, which is super big. Most of the, these days, 4,000 is, is, uh, is a great battery. 4,500 even better. A lot of phones come in at 3,500 milliampers for the the capacity of those batteries. So 5,000. But what what really got me on this? 64 megapixel sensor on the camera, 128 gigabyte expandable storage. Motorola coming in at at probably under a thousand dollars, a thousand dirhams. I'm thinking it's, um, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's like what's going on with these phone prices? You know, and I'm looking at that and I'm going. How do you justify 3,500, 4,000 dirhams for a phone when you can get, you know, the basic things that you need, speed, storage, great battery life, and size at great value, and you're not losing anything? It's like, hold on a second. It's, it's like a lot of these big companies are saying, okay, let's get real. <laughs> we got we to gotta move more product. Yeah, yeah. They, um, I, I think, obviously, you know, it's going to be interesting what uh, as you, you've put in the notes here, the, uh, the the kind of leak from Apple, and what what they're going to be announcing this week from a watch perspective or a new phone perspective. But I think you know where you've got the Motorola of the world and the Nokia's of the world that are kind of really focusing on that that entry level market, but yeah. still whacking a powerful punch. Yeah. It's it's kind of now like the the Samsungs of the world and the Apples of the world and Huawei's who are kind of fighting over the top space. Yeah. Um, you know, because even when, when I was looking at a kind of a budget phone uh, a few weeks ago, which I ended up getting that, you know, Yaomi or Yaomi XM, um, that was that was kind of mid-range out of the lower entry phones. So kind of Huawei were at the top and Samsung were at the top of mid-range offering the same kind of things. And they were kind of, kind of in the middle. And then he had a few that I'd never heard of before. Um, but, um, yeah, it's... it's um, more choice than ever. I think the uh, the uh, as a consumer, we, we've got so much choice now uh, to, to to kind of really make a decision based on uh, you know price if we want to. Yeah. Um, which is which is tough sometimes, obviously, but uh, I think we still have that ability. You know, one of the things that I find really interesting is whether I'm spending you know three thousand dirhams, a thousand dollars on a phone. Or whether I'm spending, you know, three hundred dollars, a thousand dirhams on that phone, so three thousand. Whether I'm yeah. spending the, the the high price, the medium price, or the low price, the phones tend to look the same. <laughs> you know, they got similar case. <laughs> the camera boxing looks the same. Yeah. The screens yeah. seem to look the same. Uh, it's it, where's the differentiation to say, hey, you got the high level phone, you got the low, you got the you know the budget phone, and I find this really really interesting. Yeah, no, I think when you when you kind of see um, when you when you see these phones on the sideboard uh, or in a meeting room, it's it's tough to differentiate now. It really yeah. is, you know, to, to kind of just. Um, it was funny. I was going through my uh, bit of clearing and packing over the weekend, and I, I found you know a bag of phone covers, um, and, uh, <laughs> and 
you know, I'm almost embarrassed to say, but I, I found a phone cover probably from about, I want to say eight years ago, nine years uh-huh. ago. Yeah. Um, and it was a bloody, um, it was like a sleeve. And yeah. It was, it was a Mont Blanc sleeve for my cap, for my phone. Really? So not only had I spent the best part of probably a thousand bucks on a phone, but I spent another 500 bucks on a, <laughs> a cover. Now, now I know I didn't, I know it was a gift, but, but even so, like, I mean, that's, that's a bit ostentatious, yeah. um, you know, to, to kind of have, to have that. But again, you wouldn't know what phone is inside, but I yeah. guess that goes back to, you know, do I, I've gone the days for me when I don't have a phone cover, the yeah. amount of times I've dropped this bad boy. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense not to have a cover. That's, that's, that's purchase and number one and number two phone cover and screen cover. But you know, these, these phones that we talk about, those entry level phones, they've got a screen cover and a, and a, a case inside. Yeah. Always. They come with it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, and I, I, I guess, I guess some of the less popular models may be more difficult to get choice. Yeah. You know, if you want a super cool, you know, like your your very highly personalized shirts and highly personalized masks. If you wanted to, if you wanted to kind of personalize your phone cover and you didn't have, you know, the Sony or the Huawei or or the Samsung, it, it's a bit more difficult to get. Yeah. I guess the choice. Hey, look, um, I, I'm here's here's another one. I'm rocking the P20, so I don't even have a new phone. You, I can't get a case. Right. It's almost impossible. I walked into the Huawei really? store and said, "Yeah, I need a case for yeah. the P20." So yeah, we don't have any. So then I go over to Etisalat. They don't have any. I go over to Emacs. I'm thinking Emacs. Now we don't have any. I'm like, what do you mean? It's too old. I go, what are you talking about? It's too old. Yeah, we don't have that phone. It's done. There's you, no case. You know where you need to go. You need to get get down to um, uh, the boys in the Lane Center down yeah. to Dubai. They and they they will have everything every case known to man down there so uh, you know you know what it forced me to do it forced me to get onto amazon and it got delivered the same day and it cost me 10 durhams it's like it's like really you know an in-country wow. amazon case you know shockproof waterproof got a stand on the back yeah. 10 durhams yeah delivered yeah. i'm thinking that doesn't even include that <laughs> yeah but you know no Lane center i haven't you know i haven't been to Lane center in, in a good year i really need to make a run down there and, and part of it is yeah. I want to go see them. I mean, I, although I do have a work computer that I, my work computer, it's, it's MacBook pro. Some of the keys are starting to stick. I've got one of those, those keyboards that, that Apple needs to get rid of because I'm getting, uh, yeah. I'm getting key sticking and it's really annoying. <laughs> the lever arch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they do to fix that. I have no idea. So that yeah. no, it's, it's, I don't know what they do. I don't know if they replace it or. I'm not. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not 100 sure. I mean, they know what they're doing down there, though. Yeah. They're. Uh, they're kind of. Uh, they. Um. I've been going to those guys for years. That's. That's definitely the place to go to if you've yeah. got a. You've got an issue, and actually, I've got. I got an iPad. Um. I think an iPad Mini second generation that uh, I got replaced a screen. Um. This week for a hundred chips. Really. Um. So yeah, those those are definitely the guys to to kind of take care of you down there. You know, yeah. I, I kind of going through some of that, sifting through some of this old tech. Yeah. Uh, found a couple of old iPads that still working, still working okay. great, and uh, just did the um, just did the, the the kind of screen refresh. I was quite surprised. One that they had it in stock because it's like an iPad Mini second generation or something. I think we're up to eight or nine now. I kind of get yeah. confused. Um, but it still it still runs for what it needs to run for. And I thought, well, you know, here we go and just a hundred chips and you're, you, you know, you're up and away with a, with a effectively a new iPad. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, sounds, that's, that's pretty awesome. And, and you know, that's, that, that kind of goes against what the Apple folks want us to do though, or what any computer company wants us to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, they don't no, want you yeah. recycling not, and using not, it we, as much, as much as we, as much as we have a tech talk show, <laughs> we're probably the enemy of the tech industry because, because you and I, you know, it's quite funny how we've got this, uh, you know, we, we not only have technology that we recycle and reuse and we're sitting on old MacBook Pros and old iPads, but it made, I was listening to um, Car Clinic um, and we were talking about, I think, uh, I think you mentioned that the Saho might be a classic or close to being a classic and, yeah. and you're running around in your Jeep there. So you've got not only a tech talk show, James, you've got a car <laughs> clinic show with old Glenn there that you, that we're, we're the enemy of the car industry because we're sitting driving around these cars. 
that are going to be in the ground before we change them, right? <laughs> well, it, you know, and that's the problem. Glenn, Glenn, like the guys down at Alain Center, they're, I mean, they're doing us a great service, but they're the enemy of the tech companies because they're keeping these things running and they're keeping them going. And, you know, as long <laughs> as the operating system works, you know, fix a screen here, fix a, you know, fix a mirror there, fix, uh, you know, yeah. the, the keyboard here, fix the oil there. You know, it's like the oil pan. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, 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 it's true. It's, it's kind of, yeah. That, no, but I'm, I, I do prefer. I lost you. Oh, no. <laughs> now, now we're even on meat and we're, we're having, we're having connection issues. Andrew you froze. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, speaking of broken, you froze and disappeared. <laughs> I wonder if, I wonder if they're doing work on the lines or something, because I, I noticed the quality of our feed comes in and out and it was crystal clear. And now it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty grainy. So it's dynasty like, yeah, I've gone from, I've gone to dynasty like a kind of misty, misty yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, did, did you see this link that I put up from New Atlas, the wearable jabber mask that has an LED face on it? And I'm thinking, yeah. this is incredible. This is the thing that everyone needs because what's the problem when we're wearing masks? You don't know if someone's smiling. You don't know if what they're saying, how they're talking. And so literally it's got half a dozen LEDs on the front of it. And as you talk, it moves like your mouth. I'm thinking this is brilliant. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I, I see this is um, there's a bit of a movement in the UK amongst the deaf community. Okay. Uh, because obviously you don't realise how much you know the deaf community will lip read, and yeah. it's caused a real problem now because obviously where everyone is wearing face masks that yeah. um, the uh, that they can't obviously they can't lip read. Yeah. Um, so speaking to somebody that that you know sort of faces that challenge, but the the, the emotional thing is really oh. There we go. They see that, and I, I, and, and I don't know if it's a nice sneeze. And, and now you're all misty. No, no, so I, I, did, I did the, um, <laughs> you know, I did the whole, the whole kind of elbow. Even see, that's I'm good. On my own, I hey. still, I still sneeze into my elbow. Um, but basically, yeah, the, the, um, you, you mentioned something there, which is the emotional, yeah, uh, thing, which I think where this jabber thing will come into to, to be handy because I mean that's the struggle you you'd be sitting here talking and it's amazing obviously how much all of us read facial expressions yeah it's very difficult as much as you can see smiling crow's feet as it were um it's, it's made super tough you know yeah yeah i know so i i'm really impressed with that i don't know how much the the, the mask costs i missed that and i know I, I did read through it i must have missed that little piece but looks kind of cool. going to see more of i think you're going to see more of this i, th I think you know the, the, the combination of wearables, I mean, we haven't spoken yeah. about wearables for quite some time, but I think a combination of wearables and tech from a from a health perspective yeah. is definitely going to move into this resp respiratory space, right? Yeah. Um, where, you know, people are not overly concerned about, you know, the Adidas face mask, uh, sorry to call it Adidas, but, you know, from a fashion perspective or Louis Vuitton. It's more about what does it actually do? Right. I don't care how good it looks. You know, is it going to protect me? Is it going to? Is it actually going to? You know, make sure that I'm safe. And I saw, um, I didn't share it in the link, but there was a guy that's basically built his own mask. Okay. Um, and it's it's almost like the old kind of diving masks. And he's got you know fresh air that's being blown in. He's got like a respirator <laughs> at the back. He can talk on the speaker system. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty elaborate. Um, but I think what's interesting is he was frustrated with the whole kind of covering, but obviously wanted to be safe. Yeah. Couldn't find anything that was working for him. So built his own, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's really neat. You, you fired something in and I wanted you to, uh, to give a little bit of a, a context to it. This was the whole Apple has, has talked about Apple developer subscription codes and Apple is, is it reads to me like they're opening up the possibility those people who are putting together product and selling it through the iOS 14 and onwards and in the app store that they're going to be able to build a little bit more revenue and subscription possibilities into what they're doing. Why is this important to us? I, I think once we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago with Epic Games and Fortnite and the argument that they're currently having with, um, you know, Apple and, and the fact is people perhaps don't understand that if you've got an app and you're driving revenue through that app, Apple mm. will take a percentage. 
um, of of that ad of that revenue, and that's you know anything that's purchased. Thirty percent. It's like thirty percent, right? Yeah, it's, it's funky. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, I mean, they built the app store, they built the distribution network, you know, and, 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 right? So, you know, it's it's kind of, but but Epic tried to backdoor it and they, and they kind of removed them. Now, I think what it's done is it's raised some of the, um, some of the kind of functionality of some of these apps where they do want to perhaps offer a special, uh, special redemption on a code or they want to build in a subscription model and they just don't have the facility within the mm. app store. So I don't know if it's more about trying to close loopholes <laughs> from an Apple perspective yeah. or, or if it's, if it's just, you know, improving, improving the platform for app developers and, and, and obviously app owners, I'm not sure which angle they're going for, but um, yeah, this, this, I mean, that subscription model is incredibly popular uh, obviously, you know, I mean, in a lot of apps, you've got subscriptions, um, but some of them, they can't, you know, redeem that code. They have to go through the app store. And then obviously, again, their revenue is, their revenue is uh, spoiled. And it, it's basically what Epic were trying to say. They were trying to say that we want to pass a discount onto, uh, you know, our gamers, as it were. We want to give yeah. them a 20% celebratory discount. But by doing that, we're then kind of only 50%, you know, getting the revenue because obviously Apple take that. So I think it sparked an interesting debate um, and it seems like Apple responding on, on the back of it. I mean, I think we sometimes forget that, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's an entire ecosystem, the app store, especially in Apple. It's a bit easier to get an Android app up, but in Apple, you know, there's rigorous testing They're they're looking for malware. They're looking for, you know, potential security holes, um, so there is work that goes into making sure that, that it's a rewarding experience, right? Mm. When, when you kind of download one of those apps. Um, so, so I think people forget that, right? And that isn't free. Again, we, we get this mentality that we live in a free world. Well, I don't, I don't pay anything to go on the yeah. app store, right? I don't, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't pay anything. And, you know, even down to things like publications and things like that, obviously if you've got a New York times or wall street journal, um, you're subscribing to that elsewhere and then it's facilitating it through the app store. So they may be even looking at lost revenue that they're not making at the moment through publishers and things like that. Um, but I thought it was interesting enough to enough to raise it on the notes as it were, you know? Yeah. I think it, it opens up a big question and, and, you know, they do make a lot of cash. So maybe we're, we're getting yeah. a little hint on how that happens. And, yeah. and especially in, a, in, in this environment, people are looking at their bottom lines and they're saying, hey, we need to wrestle some of that back. The Fortnite guys, they're struggling. They're struggling to, to figure out how to make this work. And what Apple's showing us through their ecosystem is, is it really is a powerful and far-reaching ecosystem yeah. at a very particular uh, economic level. So on, on the higher end, on the people with possibly more disposable income, Apple is, is king. So you want to be yeah. in there. You really want to they be did, in there. They did lose $180 billion on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, it was the, the 8% <laughs> slide in stock. I mean, that, that, that must have hurt a little bit. Oh, you got to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when you start thinking of those numbers, you just start shaking your head, right? It's like, wow. It's like, yeah. really? Yeah, I mean, I know I get miffed if I drop 10 dirhams. Uh, so, yeah, 100, <laughs> 180 billillion. Um, that would be, that'd be quite, quite, uh, quite, quite a kick. Yeah. A swift kick, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> And, 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 you know, that, that, that's a whole other set of questions about, you know, what is, when we talk about profit and we talk about margins and what, what is, what is a good yearly profit? You know, is, is it, you know, that 25%, is it, you know, gain your know, growth of your business is, is 2% good. And, and what I think we, we've been in, in quite a nice technology that the curve has been nice and upward flowing plateauing and downward might be more reasonable at, in, in the current environment. So who knows? We'll see what happens. It'll be very interesting, but on that on that on that note, people want better machines. They want faster machines. They want machines that are are not going to have as much bloatware that are going to connect easier. So I think the innovation is figuring out how to get that Bluetooth to work better, how to get it to handshake better, how to get it to not drop, how to get it. That becomes some of that innovation, and I think the the the, the provider, whether it's the Chrome boys and girls, the Dell folks, the Apple folks the person who could figure that out, how to make my machine connect and work better, they're going to win. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a big thing kind of out there in, in the tech world anyway, from a business perspective, just the connectivity, yeah. you know, there's becoming a lot more 
people are understanding now that you know you can't necessarily have one system that does everything yeah um you just need that one system to talk to all the other systems and as soon as your your platform becomes that open api or that open environment and has the ability to connect to other devices other stack technology stacks that that's the one that wins uh, mm. because it just makes things super easy as far as integration um i, I wanted to go back to the, you talking about making money and you dropped in the notes here about the amazon reviewers yeah um and that's pretty a incredible yeah <laughs> a bit a bit shady yeah. did you see those stats yeah. on 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 who's been yeah. eliminated i mean that's that's pretty wild yeah, I mean, I, I guess the thing is they did a bit of an investigation and they're obviously trying to always look, but there was, you know, somebody that was prolific in, in writing reviews on products all over the place. And they yeah. said things from vacuum cleaners to liquidizers to to laptops, you know, and it's just, it wouldn't be physically possible for someone to purchase that many, um, uh, you know, or sell that many uh, products and, and obviously you know, in d diving into the world of the, how these reviews, do they make money or how do they make money or, yeah. you know, what's, what's the benefit of reviewing thousands of products, right? Well, there's, there's a number I want to fire it in here. And it, it said that when they were looking at, at these reviews, there were 20,000 reviews that apparently came from seven of the top 10 reviewers, 20,000 reviews from seven of the top 10 reviewers. I, that's someone who's yeah. a professional business of reviewing or you know some system to do that. But 20,000 reviews is is extraordinary for that to, to actually happen. number, isn't it? Are, yeah. are, you, are you a review guy? Do you write? You, I mean, you've got that, um, you've got that, uh, you know, that ab tenderum uh, case. Are you jumping on there and saying, this was great, delivered in perfect time, da, 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 yeah. or? You know what? I, I don't order a lot of stuff from Amazon. I mean, I, I do get Amazon stuff, but I don't tend to write in the reviews. I do do um, reviews when we start looking at TripAdvisor. I, I, I do TripAdvisor stuff, but I'm, I'm not doing the Amazon stuff. I probably should for the things that I've gotten from Amazon, but I haven't in the past, and I don't know why. There's no good reason why. Maybe it doesn't come up in my face. Hey, write a review in or something. Uh, it, but TripAdvisor, yes. Amazon, no. You know, if I'm using a food app or buying something, I don't tend to write reviews there either. I'm a big Privily guy. Uh, there's a, a big Facebook group that does a lot of reviewing stuff on there. I'm not on that Facebook group. So <laughs> <laughs> I only know it exists because my wife. It should be a no then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, no, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> but I'm thinking, but you know, the other side is, I'm just thinking if, if you were one of these top 10 reviewers and you got 20,000 reviews that are coming from that, who's got that amount of time? Like how much time? They don't. They don't. I mean, it, it would be an army of an army of content writers. That, yeah. You know, they're they're writing uh, this. I mean, I mean, it could be. If you think about it, something like um, you know, Trustpilot. I mean, and 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 Google reviews. I mean, reviews are incredibly important in a yeah. buying decision, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a lot of companies that will. They've started to do it here, not so much, but publicly in the U.S. and North America there and. In Europe, they they will put on their advertising, you know, Trustpilot 4.9 yep. or, or Google Review 5-star or, you know, so I think they, they are important. But I know when we used to do a lot of work with TripAdvisor, um, you know, it was, it was really super challenging because you, you could go in and just write a review now at a restaurant that you and I went to last night, but we didn't go. Yeah. Now, you got to write to, you got to write to reply and you've got obviously, but it's still hanging out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and the hoteliers used to have real problems with, with that, at least on, I got, I got into actually writing reviews on booking.com. Okay. Um, when I was traveling kind of fairly extensively because you can only write a review if you booked and stayed at the hotel and obviously right. there's been a purchase made there. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like, I felt like that was, you know, more honest and I, and I felt like I wanted to give genuine feedback on some people. Yeah. So it was good, good and bad. I mean, there was nothing, yeah. there wasn't anything too sketchy, but you know, I wanted to let people know. I, I remember the one that I wrote the review about that I kind of, it was more about being helpful to others where, because of all the construction in Riyadh on Alea Street, uh -huh. um, you just couldn't, couldn't get an Uber. 
because right. what people would do is the Ubers would come from this side and see it and just drop. Like, <laughs> so you couldn't, you know, at that particular hotel, you know, yeah. location-wise, it looked amazing, you know, and, and it was a great stay and comfortable bed and, 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 but it was just on the wrong side of Alea Street. Yeah. So it was kind of real, real nightmare stuff to try and get an Uber or a cab or something. Um, and I thought that was helpful. I thought if I'd read that, that may have been, you know, a decision whether to stay there or not. So yeah. it was more about being helpful. Um, interesting. But yeah, I don't I only, I only do booking. Okay. I'm not, I've never written an Amazon review. I've never, I have to think about that though. I have to think <laughs> about because, because there's two things really, right? On Amazon and noon, there's, you're reviewing the buyer. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. You're reviewing the seller. Right. And then you're reviewing the product. Okay. Now, I, I don't know. I don't know if you look at reviews on products or I always go and review, like look at the seller. Always. always. Yeah. I always look at those. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm not yeah. writing them because I've gotten stuff from these sellers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we're both looking at each other going, why are we not doing this? Got to start doing that. I feel guilty now, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like, this got no reviews. But, you know, the poor bastard <laughs> probably it's got people like us that are buying things that reviews. <laughs> someone write me a review don't send me a whatsapp and say how great my service was write me a review oh man you see we both shamed ourselves into we're gonna start writing these totally. reviews totally dude that was uh that was harsh we yeah. were quite a beating ourselves this morning it's yeah. too early to be beating ourselves up i only had one coffee it's crazy oh man i usually wait till the afternoon to start having a moan at myself <laughs> Oh man, I got to tell you, what can we say? What can we say? Hey, I got, I got an interesting one with my zoom. I want to share this one with you. See what you think. If listen to this one, this one, I, I, so I've been running into a zoom problem. And of course we're on meet right now because our, we were, our connections were dropping when I plug. So there's two things here. The first thing is I would love to get reviews from people about the dongle setups on their MacBooks. How many people hate them and how many of those dongle connectors just stop working? Because I use a lot of dongles to connect in right now, and I find that 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 connector in the machine is getting worse and worse and worse by the week. It's just not, it doesn't have longevity, which is a real problem because I'll plug in the dongle so that I can get extra connectivity, and the dongle's not registering in the machine, or it registers and then drops, and... It's very frustrating. I don't want. I do not know what to do. Short of getting rid of this computer and going to Vio because at least it's got legitimate connectors and not not the dongle system. So I'm. I'm yeah, yeah. That, that. I mean that that that. You know, wear and tear on those on on the USB Cs. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, especially when you kind of got as you said that that dongle. Um, you know, I mean, I use it a lot just for HDMI. Yeah. Uh, less less now to be honest with you because obviously i'm having less physical meetings mm. um but uh, but yeah i mean it, it's uh, the only other one that i've seen that i quite like is the one that sits flush right um with the system and then and it kind of just stays on there the whole time so does that work better it. does that work you know? a lot better do yeah. you find well i think just because it's it's on there people just keep it on there the majority of time okay um and it's kind of locked in and then runs along parallel with the the side right. it's not hanging on a cable it's yeah. not able to move it's you know because that's the other challenge when you've got it on that dongle it kind of moves around yeah so that might be an option but i mean the cheapest one of those i've seen is like 280 dirhams i know so, that's that's the other side yeah, of that's it. Uh, yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's kind of it's a serious purchase yeah um but yeah. um yeah i mean that that's i'd give that a look uh the, the the kind of sidebar we ought to do a whole show on dongles i think we should well here's here's the other thing so we i get mad mad <laughs> listenership if we put something out called the dongle we're show. gonna talk the dongle <laughs> the dongle show is coming i'm gonna use that in the title of this one dongle prelude so the, so when i i plug in what i'm using now i've got an adapter so that i can use sound in and sound out so that it nicely hooks into the mixer if I'm right. using this adapter, this USB that's going into my dongle and I'm using it on Zoom, after one hour exactly, I've got to reset my microphone. At one hour, yeah, at one hour, weird, no, at one hour, my voice goes, but if I go into the, the settings, the preferences, switch it to the machine microphone, built-in mic, and then switch it back to my dongle mic, perfect. 
And I'm going, how can that? that... that yeah, that, that, that feels like a line of code somewhere, doesn't it? <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely feels like a, a gremlin, gremlin code. <laughs> and so I even send a, a, you know, a, a query to Zoom saying, hey, this is exactly what's happening. What do you think? They have no idea. Like, you know, they, I got a bot that sent me back something and, you know, someone's, we're looking and this, try this, try that, try that. Yeah. So, try switching it off, try switching it on again. Yeah, try downloading everything, try re-downloading it. So I did everything, yeah. still does it after one hour. And it's, it's not even like it's, you know, 58 minutes. No, it's one hour exactly on the letter. On the nail. Boom. And I'm going, how does yeah, it know that I'm using a USB? How does it know that it's coming in from an external microphone and that it's kicking it off? Like how... I don't know. It's weird. No, no I mean, that, that does seem like at a code level, right? There's yeah. something that's kicking in that, 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 uh, that yeah, that, that quite frankly, sorry to be pessimistic, I don't think it will ever be fixed. <laughs> well, you know what it's come to is I'm, I'm like watching the clock. And if it gets close to an hour, I just manually go in, switch in, switch out, right, and keep okay. things going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously there just to keep you on your toes. And and my students keep you engaged. Yeah, and my students have gotten so used to it. They say, "Sir, your your voice is robotic." Okay, hold on, switch, switch. How's that? Wait a minute. Yeah, click. click. We're back. Right, okay. <laughs> Does it happen? So if you finish a podcast now and you go straight into your students, it will then. Or is it reset on, it re- on a new paint? Yeah, no, it resets every time. So the time restarts every time you start doing it. Really? Yes. So fresh, fresh. That's bizarre. <laughs> you know. almost think that if you're using something for an hour, like, you know, yeah. you did 30 minutes, then you did 40 minutes, and then it would cut over. But yeah, yeah I mean, that, yeah. you've got some gremlins there, dude. And the, you, need to, the, you need to sort, them, sort the, them out. The even worse side is someone said, well, you need a pro account. I am using a pro account. <laughs> it's like, I, <laughs> I think the thing is, uh, there's probably people, not many people that have got a setup like yours. Yeah, could Most be. people are doing this me you know with the yeah. old airpods they haven't got the mic in and the mixer and deck and yeah uh, they're uh you're you're clearly uh too too professional for Zoom. maybe maybe <laughs> it is. yeah anyway, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is you got a meeting today by the way you got to head off to the sales guys yep that's it yep it's uh early start and early meeting so yep i think uh, time to wave goodbye to the folks yeah. i don't know just to end on that i don't know if you saw there was a pretty big rant on LinkedIn this week. Um, why do people wave on Zoom? I'm because always waving. Like if you if you met people, I've done it. Yeah, if yeah. You, if you met people in a room, you wouldn't do this. No. Yeah, on Zoom. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I I wonder if it's because you can't do a fist bump or an elbow bump. If you met someone in a room, yeah, you might give them a handshake. It. So it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm real. Hey, yeah, yeah, right. See you later. It's, yeah, it's yeah. almost like the end of the meeting. Yeah. Right? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of like we're done now. Well, here's another one. You're talking to someone. Oh, hey, by the way, I called someone on the phone this morning before our show. And you know what they said to me? Dude, you're the only person who ever calls me on the phone. You're the only person I ever talk to on the phone. And then I I mentioned that I do SMSU, and they're going, who uses SMSs? Their their question was, does he look at them? I said, yeah, I think so. I think it rings on his phone when he gets an SMS. And then it's like, who's who's SMSing me? (laughs) But it's funny. People are on the phone, and I think it's like the waving thing. Instead of just saying, okay, goodbye, people go, bye, 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 bye. Why do we have the multiple? Bye, 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 bye. Why Why do we have that? Instead of just, okay, bye, put the phone down. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, there's something there, isn't it? They're trying to disconnect or, or disengage with, uh, with, the, with the conversation. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it does feel, uh, feel odd, that's for sure. Oh, man. But I'll probably wave in a minute. Yeah. Even though I've said that it's not good, I'll probably wave when we say goodbye. <laughs> Well, we, you know what? I'm going to put up all the notes, even the stuff we didn't get to, and we'll we'll pick up and, and keep doing this stuff, and maybe we'll we'll think more about our our, our dongle issues. <laughs> yeah, get get on the Dr. Jenner show and start talking about. You can drag me on and talk about dongle issues again. <laughs> oh man! On that note, Andrew, as always, we will we'll pick up this and do it again really soon. Tech Talk is the program. Potaholics is how you're listening to it. My name's James Pikeway, Andrew Thomas, digitalnexa.com. Got any questions? Email us, potaholics with a K at gmail.com. Find us online, www.potaholics.com. And of course, across the socials, you got it, potaholics with a K. Talk to you again soon. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Thanks, James.